5: A victory for House Republicans is a plan to raise the federal debt ceiling by one point five trillion dollars passes. Among other things, the increase uh, would come with federal spending cuts, clawing back unspent COVID-19 funds, uh, tougher work requirements for food stamp uh, recipients. But Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called the bill dead on arrival and President Biden has said he would veto it if it reached his desk. Join us now, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. You said you were gonna be able to pass this. I, I think it's been all downhill since those 15 votes. I mean, that was, that was uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Is, is that it, uh, Mr. Speaker?
3: I think grit and perseverance uh, matters in life, and I think it only made us stronger as we went through that. And, you know, every single week they underestimate what this new Congress can do, from a, a parent's bill of rights, um, from what you just watched, that we actually had a plan and lifted the debt ceiling, but we've made our economy stronger at the same time. What has the Senate done? They've named March Maine Maple Syrup Month. They uh, congratulated UConn for winning a basketball game. They had no plan, they've done nothing. They're putting our economy in jeopardy. And the president not to negotiate is not what the American public wants, It's not how our government is designed, It's not what we've done every time before, whether it be a Republican or Democrat. We believe in a responsible, sensible plan that puts us on a path, raises our debt ceiling, and actually makes our economy stronger.
5: The the criticism has been that you had no plan and, and we can't see what, what he's saying. You know, give us a plan. He can't. He can't give us a plan. Give us a, now that you've got a plan, um, it's been called a ransom note by um, Hakeem Jeffries, Repres- uh, Representative uh, Jeffries, who says that uh, that you're saying effectively pass our extreme MAGA Republican bill or else America is going to default. I, I'm just wondering whether anything has changed. Have you heard anything, uh, any softening? I mean, I, I know the press secretary, White House press secretary said, no way. Uh, we must immediately pass a clean, a clean bill. There's going to be no negotiations. Is there anything going on behind the scenes, Speaker? Have you heard from anyone from from the president or below that that maybe they're they're softening that stance
3: you know i, I met with the president february first in the oval office we sat down we talked okay. about okay. Uh, how we could move it's, forward. it's, it's thursday not- 27 april in the year of lord 23 if if the
0: great team here in palm beach can just hang on one second if we can now play joe kernan that that's the introductory for cnbc today and by the way speaker mccarthy and look, Speaker McCarthy's not a dead ender because he's got a different—he's got a different mandate. He's got to be wrangling herding cats. We're the dead enders. But I want to play Joe Kernan. Let's skip that. I want to come back to that maybe later. So put a pin in it. Got Peter Navarre here. We got Russ vote. We got Cortez. We got Brat. Nothing but hitters today. Um, let me have—let uh, me have Joe Kernan going after McCarthy.
5: What was uh, getting back just to the deaths, what was a little bit disconcerting. Is. I don't know whether it's gaslighting or, or what I call it, but I'm, I'm hearing that you now in this bill, I heard Senator Van Hollen say you're trying to cut and defund law enforcement and you're also cutting all of the border security funds. So I just don't even know how you respond when we're that far apart on both sides. And both sides are so willing to demagogue and and you know, ultra-maga, that's all. I, wacko. These are wacko ideas uh, if someone should actually uh, have to actually try to get a job to, to you know, to, to receive some things at home. So I, I don't know how you ever come together, Speaker, and I don't know how you... You know, well, the first the them, me oh, at CNBC because yeah. we're talking about the full oh, faith okay, and credit right. of the US government here.
3: The, the thing that you should look at is anytime okay. someone hey, says hey,
5: about hey, the bill, just simply second, ask one up, question.
6: put a <laughs> pin in that.
3: I got a guess
0: he, he's <laughs> he's going to be wrestling Rock me for the mic chief. Who here. did this? Where's Rob? Where's Rob Sigman I meeting?
6: remember the historical day after Donald Trump won the election in 2016. I went on that guy's show, Joe Kernan, who I love dearly. And had the audacity to say that the Dow was going to twenty five thousand. They all questioned no, me hold there. It. Stop. Stop. I was the guy right, Stop. You took me out there. But Stop. this is crap. Stop. This Stop. is crap.
0: I actually told that story last night Certain people had me to a dinner engagement, and I had that. We, more about this later. There's gonna be some announcements we got. So I'm at a dinner engagement, yeah. And I'd literally tell that story. I said we went at two thirty in the morning. We go to the Hilton at three thirty. I get back. I I take a shower. I've got to get up. P- <laughs> the, the president-elect is in the tower taking calls from all over the world. I get there, and I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting ready to go. On my apartment in New York, and uh, and I hear I'm got CNBC on, and the the Mar- Asia's crashed, Europe's crashed. You know, Trump is, is a madman. He's got these madmen around him. The economy's going to crash. And all of a sudden, I hear the voice, and the guy goes, No, 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 you're missing it. He's got an economic plan he's going to do. It's going to be Dow 25000 And I go, What? I walk in. It's Peter Navarro making. Now, you did stop <laughs> the ended, bleeding. Ended yes. The, the punchline turned, punch turned around. The punchline turned around right there. went down. from red to
6: green, man. Of course,
0: I called Jason Miller immediately yeah. and said, well, who would get, 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 that, off, guy. get yeah. that guy? here? <laughs> <a hook. laughs> <laughs> <Hold laughs> that guy <laughs> a hook. <laughs> Hold <laughs> it. Joe, before I get to Russ vote, Joe Kernan. Joe should know better. No, no, stop. Stop. I think he's hearing. No, no. This is This is the reason Tucker. This is the reason Tucker Carlson's out of Fox. Joe Kernan was a great guy. He's a conservative at heart. If you talk to him behind the scenes, fantastic. For him to call these logical... Cuts, MAGA extremism. This is what you're seeing and, now. CNBC, this is the corporate legacy media. Every day is going to be hammering this audience. You're the and, problem. And by the
6: way, Joe, if your corporate masters at CNBC had allowed folks like me and Bannon and Cortez and Brat on the air a year ago, yeah, we, we would that. have told you why okay. this debt limit... Yeah. Step was necessary. We've got backup, by the way. We're, we're going we're
0: to, in the B block, we're going to talk about today's GDP number and what Bloomberg's saying about it. It's what yeah. Room said two years ago. Hang on, point up. Russ yeah. Vote. where in the hell are we right now? Is this a messaging? Because, Russ, no offense, we love you and we love your 10 training cuts and 17 training cuts and we got four and a half training cuts and maybe it's kind of messaging. I don't think this ever got to the heart of the matter, but it got passed. And it got sent up. Just tell us, tell us where we are, and particularly tell the creditors committee, what do we got to look forward to going forward?
2: The brinksmanship begins today. So this is the moment now that the house has passed. They have the ability to go forward and make sure that this thing no does not pass until the cuts are enacted. And so that is a thing that has a massive opportunity as a result of the, the getting 218 yesterday. Yesterday, in some respects, was a messaging vote. No no doubt about that, but it was necessary to be able to change the conversation to say that they had a plan, and it is $5 trillion in spending cuts. That's the reality of it, and it's everything you need to go after the woke and weaponized bureaucracy, and we want to have the debate. I would encourage House Republicans, they need to change their messaging and start going after, we're defunding CRT, we're defunding gain-of-function research at NIH, over and over. Don't let them frame this conversation over the next several months.
0: But let's talk about that. You see right there Joe Kernan. I mean, Joe Kernan's the most conservative voice really in corporate business television. Right. And right there with McCarthy, he does the whole first thing at first and uses the terms MAGA extremism. And then he comes back with the, with the logical plan, says you're cutting border you – know, all, the, all the stuff they're making up. You're, you're, you're really the problem with crime in the country. You're the problem with veterans living on the street. You're the problem with the invasion of the southern border because you're trying to have some logic here. W- where do we go from here? This audience wants to know, hey, we played nice, and you got to 218, and you got to 4 trillion. We want the 17 trillion. We want the ma- – we want the not – one penny increase to the debt ceiling, use Russ votes – Prioritization of payments and get back to a 10 to 17 trillion of real cuts and get to a real balanced budget and do the cuts down here. Where does that come into the brinksm- brinkmanship? Because if this gets rejected by the Senate, which is going to get rejected in about 30 minutes, uh, where do we go from here actually for negotiation and really having the harder core elements say, nah, you know, we, we're not buying any of this, sir?
2: So I think the Senate, in some respects, is irrelevant. Now, what do I mean by that? The Senate is going to go and allow whatever Joe Biden agrees to will get through the Senate. And so I would spend no time worrying about the Senate. This is about the House and Joe Biden and the brinksmanship begins today. And so if you are going to take they need to take a very hard line and they say we're not moving a debt limit and allow it to be signed into law until our cuts are being made. And they've got to hold strong on it. And I think that's where the, the you know the creditors committee of this this program comes in. And so yesterday, that's what this was about was showing that they have the plan. And it really is the art of the possible Steve, in terms of you know, my budget was bouncing in ten years, and we had ten trillion dollars in savings. You can you can do it, you and I can do it over a long weekend in one year. But it gets a lot harder uh, what you need to do in, in some of the entitlements that we don't want to touch. And so that's why I think it's, it's really strategic to go after $5 trillion of the easiest. Most of that is woke and weaponized bureaucracy, IRS. Focus that fight. And they have to go on offense and they have to seize the high ground. They cannot let them frame it. So they're going to want to just talk about, well, hey, hide the ball. We don't, we don't want to talk about our cuts. Just Joe Biden hasn't negotiated they will lose that fight over the next several months. They have to go in and say, you know what, we are specifically defunding the EPA from keeping Joe Robertson and putting him in jail for 18 months. We are defunding CRT. The entirety of the Department of Education is, is critical race theory now. We're defunding that. If they don't talk like that over the next several weeks, they're gonna put themselves in a situation will be hard to sustain the position that you and I believe that they should take, which is no debt limit without the cuts.
6: Hey, Russ, Russ, in some way, I think you're burying the lead. I mean, it's one thing to talk about the craziness of CRT, the gain of function labs, but the overarching issue is the stagflation, the inflation that's going to drag our economy down over long term. And I think we need the lead with that, because there's two kinds of inflation. There's the cost push from the loss of strategic energy dominance, but there's also the demand pull, which is all driven by congressional and Biden expenditure programs. Why not lead with that and say, hey, it's this, this stagflation is going to drag us down like it did in the 70s. And by the way, look at all the things we're cutting. We're not cutting anything that's vital to the American people.
2: I have no issue with that whatsoever, but the extent of saying inflation is the problem is the extent of saying inflation is the problem, and this is our bill to do it. At some point, you actually have to have members of Congress pass big cuts, and they have to defend those. And if you don't give them the moral high ground to say the Department of Housing and Urban Development is funding the breakup of single-family homes and neighborhoods, if you don't give yourself the moral high ground— that's a the problem. You, they cannot get to that point yeah. where they're going to be able to vote I, I, for. He's, it. he's talking about a practical issue. Yeah, Richard. I get it, but yeah. there's
6: got to be a rhyme to the reason. I mean, the, the but that the reason I think, why I think, we're cutting I, I think is that's, not cuts I think, per se. Yeah, I think that it's yes. because of the broader right. economic context. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, you're better. You're more experienced on the hill in this political infighting. But I'm looking at a razor thin margin. I'm looking for whether a center can hold. And I'm hearing these, these, these financial <laughs> analysts like Joe Kernan say no. that it's like ultra of wackos when, in fact, <laughs> he's also reporting <laughs> today, we'll get into it, the GDP that the GDP yeah. missed See this inflation is, missed. On, it's, on, it's on, like on the messaging
0: to his thing is that one thing I think we have to do is make sure they can't blame us for the economy crashing. The, Amen, the economy brother. is crashing because of their efforts. The other thing which I think, and I think Russ Vogt needs credit for this, if you notice in the entire assault by Joe Kernan and CNBC and other people this morning, the two magic words that never came out are Medicare and Social Security. You took that off the table vote, and that was so important. They can't. That is one of the biggest things we've got now. They're talking about oh, you're defund, the Republican Party and MAGA is the anti-law and order. You're defunding the police. You're defunding border security. But to have out uh, Medicare and Social Security, uh, Russ, I think is a, a huge, uh, a huge victory, sir.
2: No, I appreciate that, and you know that was mission uh, number one after the speakers' fight. But one of the things I would just say is, to, in response to Peter, and, and I miss Peter greatly, is that I'm trying to indelibly link the two issues: fiscal house, inflation. We, one of the central issues of our time, and the fact that I think our the woke and weaponized regime is also a central issue of our time, and to link those at every opportunity. You cut the one, you save the rest. <laughs> Russ,
0: how do people get to you?
2: AmericaRenewing.com, and they get me at all the channels at atRustVote.
0: By the way, brother, your think tank is a, you your, man, action Russ, tank, you, your action tank. You are tanks. the tip of this spear. man. Unbelievable. Brother. We got where we are because Amazing of Russ what vote. Russ is doing. Okay, short break. We're going to talk about the economy and tie it all in together next in The War Room. Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, Long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401K into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, 298-9898 to to get a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401Ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action.
6: Claims 230,000. It's less than expected, less than the 245,000 in the rearview mirror. 230,000 is the lightest since the last week in March, but it has been elevated since the benchmark revisions of several weeks ago. Continuing claims
4: 1,858,000, a smidge less than expected, a smidge less than the rearview mirror, which is 1,865.
0: Rick, 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 Rick Santelli. Will give it to you straight. He's not going to waver. He, well, he's the man. He
6: is the originator of the Tea, tea party. party. The best. Yes. No, Rick. Um, when you were talking about Joe Kernan, I, w- I was thinking C- CNBC. He's the anchor of CNBC. He's the
0: best. Yeah. But he's one of the best guys around right from but, but look, the like Chicago. This news- pick.
6: I mean, what's the headline? Can we put the, can we put can we put
0: the Bloomberg headline yeah, up? Yeah,
6: it's like US economic growth slows, right? Yep. That's the that's the stag in the stagflation while inflation accelerates, right? This is like something we've been talking about for a year. The data is reflecting that and what that should tell us
0: read the first is couple lines. That,
6: uh, until we address yep. these structural issues. Now, yep. now we had Russ on in the last segment. Yep. It's like this is kind of what you lead with. Hey, it's like inflation is continuing to grow as the Fed's choking yep. the economy. Yep. If you look inside the data; the housing market is, yep. is a big problem here. <laughs> For some reason, consumers had a uh, had a binge. But we'll have Cortez on later, and he'll tell us that that can't last based on like the evictions and the repos. And, and, and the and, cr- and the credit constrictions. Yeah, and the credit constrictions. So, I mean, this economic news keeps...
0: Just, it, read, it just read a couple of the first yeah, couple of lines yeah. of Bloomberg. U.S.
6: economic growth slowed in the first quarter by more than expected as tepid business investment and a pullback in inventories tempered to pick up consumer spending. And By the way... All the deal making that, that that usually goes on as part of corporate activity, investment—they they—they're not giving money away anymore. They and that that's that's like a boa constrictor. It doesn't no more free happen money. tomorrow or the next day. It happens over the next three to six to twelve months and longer because these are longer. Things. So, gross domestic product at one point one, right? I mean, that's like Obama, uh, Obama Biden. Land. This is that was the when, we about, normal, when we talk about right? lost, when we talk about loss. That's a recession. We talk about
0: lost lost decade. To Trump, you get that one one. Oh yeah, one to one and a half percent growth is nothing. nothing. That, that's that's a lost decade. You're gonna have. Well, don't decade. forget,
6: don't forget, Steve. When you have the slower the growth you get, what do you get? Less tax revenues. Yeah. Right. So even as you're spending more, you're pulling in less tax revenues, and that's how that whole. Old yep. debt balloons. I yep. mean, if you, no, but I can tell you this. When they're talking on the Hill, nobody's assuming this lower growth rate when they're doing their rosy okay, predictions about for, the, what the for, debt's going to be. For
0: our audience, go back to the last segment and, and explain what you want the messaging to be. What Russ is saying, hey, we're getting, getting all the woke and weaponized at of the budget. People just make sure – I, I want to make sure everybody aren't, takes away from – the first hour or what we're talking about today because everything we're talking about that uh, drives you crazy about the the woke federal government and what they're doing to destroy the American Republic on your tax money gets down to this fight because this is where we can gut it.
6: Here's the problem. When you're in the bubble, when you're in the swamp and you're fighting hand-to-hand combat like Russ is, everything he's talking about in terms of messaging is red meat but only... To the base, to the Republican base, right? It's like Democrats or independents are hearing, well, CRT, well, gain of function. It's like that's not going to move them as much as saying, why do we have to do this to begin with? It's basically because spending's out of control. It's the demand-pull inflation that's driving this whole stagflation machine and forcing the Federal Reserve to keep raising rates. And until we deal with the profligacy of the Biden regime in terms of spending, we're not going to be able to have a prosperous economy. Inflation is going to keep, I mean, this is, these are our themes, Steve. This is the, this is the non-wacko total mega. It's like inflation is the cruelest tax We can see our real wages going down, particularly for black, brown, and blue-collar Americans middle-class families as we speak. This is the message I would carry. And by the way, the cuts we need to make, all of this stuff, nothing's vital here.
0: Tell tell me when you get the – if our production team here – let me know when you get the Joe Kernan second part ready to roll. I want to play that again because I want to say Joe Kernan – I just want to reemphasize – He's probably the most conservative outside of Santelli of all the guys in these and business pro Trump channels. And pro-Trump guy. And pro-Trump pro, guy. I, I love Joe, yeah. but that, yeah.
6: that was pure Tucker Carlson fallout, yeah. worried Not about the corporate yeah. But But it tells, you, it,
0: it tells you where, are we ready?
3: Yeah.
0: We're ready? Okay. It shouldn't be that hard. Um, it should just be the B to the cold open. Are we in Denver? Am I back in Denver? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Such a snarky. We love Denver. What a, we love Denver. Denver. Denver <laughs> Such Denver. a snarky. Denver. Where's Denver? Denver when I need it? <laughs> the reason I want to play this is that it shows you uh, how they're going to position the cut you want to make in Woken and weaponize the Joe Kernans of the world, and guys are going to come out and say, hey, this is all wacko stuff. This is all marginalia. You're, you know, you're trying to get CRT out. You're trying to get uh, – you know, they're trying to set down NIH. And you're saying you got to focus back on how the railhead of this – that the, the um, that the overspending is what over-spending. led to the one percent. Exactly. You can't the the country can't continue to prosper at one point one percent or one point five percent economic growth. It doesn't work. And, and by the way, it's
6: going to get worse. Right? We're going to keep not meet. Go ahead. You have to yeah, let's, let's, play, let's play let Karen yeah. because this is how they're, they're going to. You hold, set it yeah, up. Yeah, hang
0: here yeah. for the audience. I keep telling you when you particularly you go talk to your friends. They're all going to say you're the problem. The reason we have this problem, the reason the economy is going to crash and the reason all these bad things are happening is not the radical illegitimate regime of Biden in the 6.8 trillion. Remember, he gave us a 6.8 trillion dollar budget for this year. Complete madness. That's not going to be the issue. What's going to be the issue of everything affecting the economy from yesterday going forward is 100 percent this audience. And hey, we didn't even get one tenth of what we wanted. Let's hear Joe Kerner. Let's see. Let's have they're going to message it.
5: What was uh, getting back just to the death thing was a little bit disconcerting is, I don't know whether it's gaslighting or or what I call it, but I'm, I'm hearing that you now in this bill, I heard Senator Van Hollen say you're trying to cut and defund law enforcement and you're also cutting all of the border security funds so i just don't even know how you respond when we're that far apart on both sides and both sides are so willing to demagogue and and you know ultra mega that's all I, wacko these are wacko ideas if someone should actually have to actually try to get a job to to you know to, to receive some things at home so i i don't know how you ever come together speaker and i don't know how you you know, well, the first, the first thing I, at CNBC because we're talking about the full faith and credit of the U.S. government here. The, the thing that you should
3: look at is anytime someone says about the bill, just simply ask one question: Show me where it's written in the bill. Show me where in the bill that it says we cut anything. In the process, we simply go back to the spending levels we were at four months ago. Where well, four months ago did a, a number of new border people be hired or cops get hired in that process? The only people who have defunded the police have been the Democrats, openly and willingly. And we've watched what happened in crime in our community. Mm-hmm. If you watch and compare, what first has off, the, in the Joe House is just saying
0: he's saying this is yeah. what people are going to say. But remember, but, for but the but audience, Joe's saying it for
6: them. He's yeah. he's he's, he's should, yeah. a spend He's yeah. taking their spin yeah. and and putting it out there as if it were okay. true. Now, that's that's not right, Steve. I mean, Joe knows better I love than it. that. I love it. He knows better than. But
0: that. But here's the here's the key point. Let's get to the signal, not the noise. Here's the signal. What, Joe, what Joe's talking about in the full faith and credit, this is what was put forward. And McCarthy said the quiet part out loud. He says there's no real cuts because it's not. They just went back to the 2022. It yes. was amazing. And what we did is yes. as we've cut the rate of growth. This is my point. Okay, creditors committee. You, this audience stands between the nation and a financial abyss. Okay? And you think, remember, the thing we passed yesterday is not what you wanted. But a lot of us kind of went along and say, hey, let's get it out there. And it's an opening bid. Now we can get serious because it's going to be rejected. So you can't even meet them halfway because yeah. McCarthy said it. These are not cuts. Yeah. All this went back is went back to the 2022 budget. Now, by going Matt to the 22. was a hard no on this. And, and Andy Thank Biggs. Yeah. And Andy Biggs was a yeah. hard yeah. no. And by and,
6: the way, Joe, if you're, if you're watching, happy to sit on your set anytime and have this debate about what this is all about – but CNBC, Fox Business, the corporate
7: here's, here's media—they don't want to hear here's all, my all question. Of
0: this. Here's my question: Who has a bigger permanent hold on Peter Navarro being on set? Is it CNBC or is it Fox? Is it, no, <laughs> uh, this is uh, no serious. no—it's a, it's a very important question. No. Who's got? I don't
6: want to say anything. I, I but can answer hey, that. It's CNBC. They, they 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 started they started the cancellation. <laughs> they had a little lead time, but 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 why? I mean, you look at this, Steve. You look at how the corporate media feeds on it, and it's like all Pfizer dollars. It's all this woke corporate dollars. You can't, you can't get the truth from them, but I'm surprised. I mean, Rick Santelli, Joe Kernan, Bob Pisani, those guys, the old hands who, who have put up with the, with the woke crap for years and, and talked their truth, that, that was, was a betrayal of trust here. Because he did two things there. He's just calling names. you know, But he's also adopting the spin, Steve, of what the Democrats well, want you to hear. And stating it it's to the McCarthy. Information. Is it's in a, fact, a, if I was McCarthy, I mean, yeah, look, McCarthy saying, well, it's not really cuts, Joe. He's, he's he- like... McCarthy needs a McCar- fire Ma- bat. Ma- I know, but McCarthy be the first to
0: admit this yeah. is also not his wheelhouse, right? Understand? He- he's, he's, this Understood. is not his wheelhouse. You need some hammers up there. And that's why I think you saw the bigs and the Gates vote knowing well, this, they, and they're, they're coming McCarthy forward.
6: McCarthy should send out Gates on this.
0: Um, the, um, for the creditors committee, uh, this is only the beginning of the process. Even in their bill, if they were to accept the Republicans' bill yesterday— we would be back here given the drop in tax revenues because it's a three and a half of the you next You know month. what the creditors eh? say.
6: That, that, that doesn't matter anymore, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, we're in a different... No, but my now. point
0: is we would be back yeah. here in the fall having the same debate. Yes. This is going to be an ongoing process through 2024. My strong belief... Is that the economy could be the central thing that could blow up, not just Biden, but the entire mentality of this regime. Because the question gets to be, if you give them a tree and a half today, they're going to be back here in October. What are we going to do then? You're in the exact same place. Short commercial break. We got Brat, Cortez, Navarro, Natalie, all next in the war
3: room.
0: For war room veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion, and one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify? You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Host, Stephen K. Mann. Okay, thanks. Welcome back. Um, you know, normally... One of the, one of the uh, hits on me from uh, the audience, right, is that, hey, Steve, you get the great guests, and then you're cutting them off. You're talking over them. Let them talk. <laughs> and all I'm trying to do is speed them along. Let's get to the point, right? Don't be wandering on me. This is not a typical show. But I, I, I fully embrace <laughs> what the audience says. And I told you this was going to happen because Navarre's perfected being a co-host here by Gregg and Mike. <laughs> this comes from a in the War Room, Engine Room, and audience member. Tell Navarre we love him, but stop interrupting you. Jeez. <laughs> You were, you were, you were, and I'm just reading. I'm just reading. You were, Steve. You were wrapping oh, you up the. You were wrapping up the. I'm wrapping this train. You were wrapping up the signal, and he bigfooted you. Thank you, honored. Thank you very much. much.
6: You have to pay that. Diet. No, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Mo totally. Bannon. Thanks yeah, yeah, yeah. for being yeah, on yeah, the yeah. chat for there. my agent. Thank my agent for texting in here
0: this morning. Uh, my day. The uh, let's go. We got Dave Bratt. Dave, uh, you've got some charts for us, too. And look, folks, we're, yeah. we're, we're focused on the economy and the deal. And here's the reason everything else we will talk about all all the, the, the pressures on the parental rights movement, everything that's woke and weaponized about the federal government. What Russ vote in the team of the guys on Capitol Hill, they've made a strategic decision that, hey, the way to go about this is to show what's inside the budget and what has to come out. We have a slightly different take that, hey, the the spending itself is the problem and we got to get to the heart of the problem because this is just continue to kick the can down the road. But I respect their judgment and everybody understands it's going to be first of all, be impossible right now to get their deal approved. Everybody agree with that. Not much less our deal. But we need to continue to hammer because our point is, even if you agreed with the Republican bill, we're going to be back here in November, October, November this
6: year when you're up against the debt two, ceiling. Two-stage sequence. It's like decide that you have to cut to solve the inflation problem and then argue over what you cut. Yeah,
0: perfect. I love that. Dave Brett, you've got some charts for us. You want to walk us through um, some analysis, sir?
7: Yeah, yes, sir. The uh, Russ vote uh, added some uh, moral language uh, to the conversation that I thought was very important. And then uh, I'm basically going to back up Navarro here, and I know he's going to interrupt me with a joke right here. So, Navarro? Hold it. Hang on. I got.
0: I don't have a joke. I have an observation. This is a historic moment. This is a historic moment. No, on the on the 27th of April, in the year of our Lord, 2023, a dean at a major business school is actually going to back up Peter Navarro on something he said. That in and of itself. Fine, that's it. That, that I was waiting it, for boom. That <laughs> <one. That>
6: is, <laughs> There it is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, here we go. I'm, a, I'm just a right, straight all man. What all right,
7: yeah. I, here we go. Here's a few charts. I'm going to go over quick, and I'm going to get to the okay. moral language at the end of this thing, why it all matters. Uh, okay. The first chart, uh, Denver, is just uh, the GDP forecast from the Atlanta Fed now, which is surprisingly accurate. They nailed it. 1%. Uh, all the big banks missed it. JP Morgan, Citigroup, Society General, HSBC all had 2% uh, guesses. Uh, So we got GDP at 1 percent following our uh, day after day coverage on productivity growth also at 1 percent. So this is no surprise. Robert Gordon, Northwestern University, productivity, United States of America down 40 years in a row. The real economy is a carcass. We're waiting for the stimulus to work its way through. Uh, When it ends, uh, we're going to be in for a shocker. Next graph. Uh, this one is uh, just showing investment at the far right, uh, down, 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 and uh, minuscule this last quarter, down a hair. Uh, but macroeconomics, uh, that's the main driver of economic growth, right? So in the print we had yesterday, the consumer still driving things. Uh, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Uh, but without uh, investment, technological growth, you don't have productivity. And so you can only fake it for so long. This is just more evidence. The economy is a carcass. Uh, next chart. Uh, here's just a decomposition of uh, yesterday's news. Uh, you see on the far right, uh, the consumer is that uh, big uh, blue chunk in the upward direction, and then uh, inventories is down below it. So anything above it's causing added growth to it. Everything below 0% is causing uh, subtraction from growth. So you basically have 4 minus 3, 4 going up, 3% going down. And on net, you got 1%. And so the the key story here is this consumption. Uh, We have some problems. Uh, Navarro's been A-plus on all this. He's going to come in and explain uh, the record uh, personal private debt, uh, the record uh, credit card debt going up. Some of this is a uh, phenomenon from the COVID uh, shutdown, right? People are coming out and say, hey, I want to live life a little bit. Uh, But at the expense of uh, uh, some savings back up, uh, and preparing for hard times, which are uh, about almost sure to come, right? The uh, prognosis on uh, recession outcomes is about 100% now from the uh, blue chips. And last graph, uh, I, on top of, as, 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 as uh, Peter Navarro was just saying, right, this is a double whammy. So the uh, 1% GDP growth is, is hugely pro- problematic. That's uh, the basic measure of human welfare in our economy. And so on top of that, here's the inflation print. These also came up uh, unexpectedly high. Hot PCE and core PCE came in at 4.9% above the uh, 4.4% last quarter and higher than the expected. So core, way up. That's the one the Fed looks at. Uh, Boy, I would not want to be the Fed guys right now. And then- uh, Lastly, I just kind of want to weigh in on the on the moral language of uh, Russ. Vote weigh in today on oh, the hold on, budget. Hold on, hold on. Hang on, whoa, 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 Later. hang,
0: hang on, hang on, stop, yeah. stop, stop, yeah. stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Before we get to the moral, <laughs> which is very important, I want to stay to the. Yeah. I just want to say to the the practical. Let's go back up to the first. Um, let's go to the first chart, and by the way, the last chart's a killer with the core inflation. But let's go back up to the first chart, uh, Palm Beach. If you can, go up to where the. Um, the first one on the GEP, the different, the Fed, Atlanta Fed getting it right. Yeah. And I'll, I just, I'll
6: tell you which chart worries yeah. me the most. Okay,
0: fine. We're, I just want to make sure people understand this. At one and one and a half percent growth, that is the stagflate. That is a economy that is not robust. That is an economy that is not vital or urgent. That is yeah. not for young people. They're not creating opportunities. This is what you look right. at. When you look at the lost decades 3, of the
6: Japanese, 3.5 to 4% is, is what, what you we strove to do in the Trump administration. Donald Trump would have hit his beloved 4 to 4.5% if it hadn't been for Jay Powell, uh, raising rates um, too fast for no reason at all. What Powell didn't understand was that you can grow faster without. Causing inflation if it's driven by structural yes. things like strategic energy dominance rather than Keynesian demand spending. See the thing that 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 should be worrisome, and I want to tie the charts together is the falling productivity. Yes. Okay. It's huge. That one. Huge. When, when you have falling productivity, that that means basically going to be you're going to have lower wages for people, and you're going to have increased inflation. Whenever you see lower productivity, think increased inflation. Um, also with Trump, let's go back to the first couple of years
0: is that, uh, he got, I think in 19 or in 18, he was getting over 3% growth. And what nobody gives him credit for was Janet Yellen. Before Powell came on the scene, Janet Yellen, we had quantitative tightening. I want to make sure everybody understands that when, when, from the collapse in 2008, which we're still recovering from, cause we didn't make structural yeah. changes that yeah. need to be made. And quite frankly, Everything they're talking about on the bank regulations of President Trump is all lied. This is stuff we didn't take care of in – we still got the banking crisis because we didn't take care of it in 2008. But coming out of 2008, what what Obama did and the people around Obama – because Obama's the first to admit he didn't totally understand it. They inflated the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. It's never been done in history to uh, liquidity, to force it through the system the venture capitalists, private invented quantity, they invented they invented it.
6: You look at and the textbooks before two thousand eight. That was Ben Bernanke' special. And let me explain yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, so, yeah. but prior to then, uh, when the Fed operated on the economy, it only changed short term interest rates, the Fed funds rate, right? And and when we hit two thousand eight, things were so bad that that didn't work anymore. So they had to figure out a way. To also lower long-term yes. interest rates because yes. the market wasn't buying it. Yes. So what they did was essentially engage in the, in the for, quantitative for, easing,
0: for, force liquidity into the system, just yeah. basically push cash through the system. And yeah. my problem is that led to a concentration of wealth. The wealth and and, and, and in f- the bought debate, bought a bunch
6: of bonds, put and, them on the balance sheet, and,
0: and 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 force it through the private equity funds yeah. and the hedge funds yeah. and everything like that. Dick Fisher, people argued. In the in the in the debate of the governors of the Federal Reserve, they argued they said, hey, going to zero interest rates, negative interest rates and quantitative easing is going to cause a great concentration of wealth in this nation and the middle class and working class are going to pay for it. Because, as you guys remember, you're not going to have any interest payment on your savings account or in your money market fund. That, that's what happened. That went from Bush at when the crisis hit in, this in September of, 20 of 2008 during the presidential election. Remember, uh, McCain and Palin were up by one point by Gallup the day that Lehman Brothers collapsed. The, Fe- the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve was $880 billion. When Donald Trump, when Donald Trump on 20 January of 2017 takes the oath of office, the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve is $4.5 trillion. That, essentially $3.5 trillion, was forced in the system. That led to the concentration of wealth. The heroism of, of Navarro and others, uh, you know, and I was there for the first year, but the others are stuck around. And quite frankly, Janet Yellen, who I didn't have a big problem with as, as Federal Reserve chief, she took... A year and a half into the Trump program, when he got the tax cuts done, by the way, tax cuts, I didn't totally agree with, but generated the big windfall in revenues. We got the thing where Trump's tax cuts, targeted tax cuts. Janet Yellen and the Fed took almost a trillion dollars off the uh, off the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. It got down to three points. I think in the fall of 18, it got to three point six trillion dollars. My point is Trump has got an economy with your changes of manufacturing. Things are doing tariffs to Chinese. Things are starting to roll. Structural changes with Trump's tax cuts, other deregulation aspects, kind of Trump economics. They took a trillion dollars of liquidity out of the system. Even as we were growing. Even as you're growing. My point is that headwind in and of itself is another, I don't know, half a point a point. And and, and by the way. And he never gets credit for that. He did now. Look at what they've done today. It's not just the thirty-one or thirty-two trillion on the on the face amount on the on the Treasury. You got another nine and a half trillion dollars over the Federal Reserve. And what Brat will tell you, yeah, you and the guys at Mercatus, Mercatus, you not just
6: having
0: now you have a, trillion. You got a trillion dollars of losses in the bonds themselves, just like you got on the banks' balance sheets and, and listen, that have not been forgive. realized.
6: A lot of the bonds that got bought were by the Chinese Communist Party to manipulate the currency to keep the yuan. Undervalued so that they can yes. spike the te- trade deficit and steal more jobs and factories from the American people. Which I mean, the only good news about that is it set the stage for Donald Trump's victory in twenty sixteen. But we keep we keep making the same mistakes here, and it's like I, the I,
0: same mistakes as they don't want to face. We don't want to yeah. face. They don't want to face reality. That gets back to the beginning we, of the we, show on CNBC when they sit there and they're gonna they're going to this audience. They're gonna unload on you. You are a MAGA extremist. You're putting old folks out in the street. You're cutting meals on wheels. You're throwing veterans in, into homelessness. Every bad thing in this country is going to be your fault. And the reason is you're sitting there going, we can't continue this madness.
6: And this started in the 2022 cycle. The, you know, the red wedding speech of Biden yes. when, he went, when he went MAGA extremist on it. And they seem to think it's working. And they're just feeding it back to us. And our job, Steve, our job is to craft the arguments in a way where we give them the truth not this spin well this is
0: part of what tucker tucker went guns free last night on this video and was saying although he doesn't get a lot into the economics he was talking about the messaging and the people in control and how they want how they're going to put forward one party this one party system brad hang on i want to get into the moral part of this next peter navarro is with us cortez going to join us natalie in a little while short commercial break back in a moment I don't know about you, it takes a lot to shock me these days, but to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back, and that starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was not another option. Well, there is one now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda push by leftists working hard to destroy this great country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders the heroes. Now, Patriot Mobile's 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. This is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 878 878- patriot take action today stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate what you stand for back the only christian conservative wireless provider patriot mobile take action
6: today
7: has arrived the new social media taking on big tech
6: protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived Superior technology, no more selling your personal data, no more censorship, no more cancel culture. Enough! Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Ron DeSantis tried to cut seniors' benefits. In Congress, DeSantis
3: voted three times to cut Social Security, even to privatize Medicare. Worse? DeSantis wanted to raise the retirement age to 70. Ron DeSantis would make us work longer to get less. President Trump promised. We will protect
4: Medicare and Social Security.
3: President Trump delivers, and he always will. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising.
0: Okay, NBC News is reporting that Ron DeSantis' advisors and the donors are telling people that uh, Ron DeSantis is going to kick off an exploratory committee in mid-May. And so it looks like game on. Um, I got my own thoughts about that. I think Governor DeSantis would be much smarter to to focus on Florida and to wait. But it looks like, and I've said this from the beginning, the consultants are going to make so much money off of DeSantis's run, well,
6: 25 well, or $30 why, uh, million. Dollars. My advice uh, in the... Um in the in the last book, there, uh, taking back Trump's America, is like, hey, just do the VP thing, and and then you'd have twelve years of a, of a, a White House experience. You can't, Steve. I, let me make the case here. One of the most important reasons to put Trump in, in uh, in twenty twenty five is that he's he's gone through the learning 100%, curve. 100%, there's 100%, a tremendous 100%, people need to understand. There's a tremendous learning 100%. curve to be in. A President and for the staff around him. I mean, it's like like if you and I walked in back in 2017 with what we know now, it would have been a totally different ability to help the boss. Do what But he we're also, in a, we had the conference we're, we're at the beginning stage of World
0: War III. This is a commander chief He's yeah, ready. You can't, he's, there's he's no, you ready. know what you got. DeSantis, you had four
6: years look, peace and prosperity. Yeah, you know, I don't, I think, look, he did, he's doing a great job in Florida. But, but, yeah, is he up to dealing with the CCP? As he, you no. know, it's like... The, the, trip to, the, trip to, the trip to Korea, I think. Just, he's uh, like it's, stupid. It's embarrassing. He shouldn't embarrass him. him. He, should not you, listen, he, he, should he should not listen to He doesn't talk to people like the boss did. The one, the one thing I loved about the boss and the chief of staffs never understood was that you got to let Trump be Trump. And what that means is he talks constantly to as many different people as possible and come to conclusions. What everybody tells me about DeSantis... Is He's an introvert who doesn't talk to yeah. anybody. Doesn't. And that, that, that dog won't hunt. But
0: besides talk, when you're in a meeting with President Trump, he listens. He listens more than any major chairman or CEO I've ever dealt with. He's a listener. Hello. he's
6: just like you in the sense that when he knows what somebody's going to say he off. will cut him, cut off. him off but Come but on. he well, he doesn't want to waste time he, he's a great yeah exactly i'm a country i'm a cut like you, a, I'm gonna cut you off like, now. like it's I'm like cu- i master it. chess player going on in a room i mean those were the some of the happiest days of my life like sitting there watching the ball bounce around the room and and having him hold court but the point i want to get back to it there's a huge learning curve and there's nobody there's nobody out there right now nobody. who could step into the Oval he gave Office us four, stop, and deal stop. with the problem. He gave us facing. four
0: years of peace and prosperity. I don't care if you hate the sound of Donald Trump's voice. He gave us four years of peace and prosperity. There's nobody on the <clears throat> scene. All all of them added up together couldn't do that. And, and this and, country's in a dire situation. And it's getting, it's getting it's worse not by the day.
6: Economy, Steve. It's no, it's, it's the national security. Iran, communist China, North Korea, and Russia. Yeah.
0: Hang on one second. Let's play. I want to play this. The moral high ground is going to be about three minutes. It will take us almost to break. By the way, make sure you go to slash Bannon to get everything you need to know about the debt ceiling, everything you need to know about our fight, everything you need to know about why the central banks are buying more gold than they've ever bought before. Do it. I'll talk a bit more in a second. Let's play this cold open as a cold close. We'll take it to the break, and then we'll come back with Cortez and Dave Brett and Peter Navarro.
4: One is. That within our communities, your community and my community, there's always been this sense of victimhood. Uh, There's been this inferiority complex. uh, And uh, there's been uh, you talk about a narrative of national restoration that comes out of the reaction to the 1960s. But I never understood the victimhood, constant victimhood. I'll just speak like evangelicals speak to each other. If you believe, then you're in on the greatest thing ever. You have the greatest story ever told. Mm, you, mm. you've been taught the greatest story, the most extraordinary story ever told. Why do you have to wallow in QAnon conspiracy theories? Mm. Like, what, what, what are they compensating for? And I say they now because I don't understand people from my own tribe, what are they trying to compensate for? Why do they have to bathe themselves in lies every day about QAnon conspiracy theories, election conspiracy theories, vax, on and on and on, why?
1: Yeah, one of the most painful things for me, I think in 2020 was seeing certainty about uh, things that were, you know, lies. And uh, mm-hmm. and and that was, I think, I try to tell the story through my own life of growing up in a world in which we were pretty isolated from reality in a lot of ways. We were so far inside our church bubble that I think we became vulnerable to manipulation. Um, and. We, we were really in that church bubble for a lot of reasons. I unpack a lot of it, um, but we were very busy getting blessed, seeking, you know, uh, emotional experiences in church, learning how to love one another in our personal relationship. There was not a lot of focus on in the evangelical church I grew up in, or I think in evangelicalism writ large on how... To be a good public citizen, it's public character versus private character. And so I think, you know, there's a lot of fear that you've alluded to in evangelicalism. People have been telling evangelicals for decades that, you know, Christianity is on the verge of extinction. Um, And I think because of that lack of stepping out of that church bubble, uh, that Mm -hmm. lack of becoming a stakeholder in the public conversation, I think there's been more vulnerability to believe that sort of thing. Yeah, and I tell the story about how my parents were both raised in mainline religions uh, and then became saved in the Jesus movement, and my father was an activist against abortion. And so abortion was fundamental to our political worldview, but we also thought of politics as dirty and below us and of the world. So again, we didn't really engage much in politics or think about it. And, And that meant that our entire political worldview, to the extent that we had one, was Shaped through abortion, so there's that lack of investment in developing a more sophisticated, more robust uh, political way of thinking and engaging. Um, I personally think it's a failure to uh, obey Jesus's command to love God with all your.
0: War room posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data.